Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Maddie. And this is the Content Creatives Podcast. So we're going to go ahead and start with our question of the day. And the question of the day is, what is your favorite dessert? Ooh, okay. Should I start with this one? Um, Oh gosh, no, you go. You want me to go? Okay, my favorite dessert it's a classic is it's ice cream oh that's a good one I love ice cream like I just (laughs) you look so excited right now you're like yes I love ice cream (laughs) ice cream is really good yeah I I I love ice cream like even if it's like a rainy day and it's cold out like I can I will still eat like cookies and cream or strawberry yeah like ice cream's always been like my go-to I love it and it's also like I think my entire family's favorite dessert like I literally have memories of just like going over to my aunt's house opening her freezer and like eating her ice cream (laughs) just childhood memories sneaking into the the freezer freezer. and just like eating ice cream oh my god I love it how about you okay I thought of mine um mine is I don't know why this was so hard for me to think of but I every single time I go to a restaurant and I order dessert I will only order dessert if they have a molten lava cake with vanilla ice cream on top that sounds delicious even if it's just the molten lava cake like I don't know that I could do that I think I need the ice cream <laughs> like Trader Joe's has these really good molten lava cakes that you can like make in the uh microwave yeah I need to try that next time they're super yummy I've only had like the lava cakes the molten oh my gosh hot cakes you know like in yeah. Capitol Hill and Ballard but Ugh. I'll have to try the Trader Joe's one hot cakes is way better I gotta say hot cakes is way better but I mean for just making it at home sweet tooth just throw you gotta throw a scoop of ice cream on it again I can't do it if it's just the chocolate I feel like that's too much Mm -hmm. like you need a little cold to balance it out no I get that so that's my long-winded way of saying (laughs) molten lava cake (laughs) with ice cream perfect okay so do you want to go ahead and do let's do it do this episode all right all right you guys so episode number one was kind of going into Emma's background and now today we are going to go into me Maddie's background so that you guys get to know me a little bit better um, and just kind of going into this if you guys don't follow either of us on social media I think this will be a really great way for you to know us our background so you can kind of understand where we're coming from when we talk in the next few episodes so We're going to start from the very beginning, just like Emma. I was born and raised in Washington, so I am really unexciting. Emma moved around to lots of really fun, cool places, (laughs) and I stayed here (laughs) literally my entire life. I was born right outside of Seattle, so in a town called Redmond. I was going to say a little town, but... It's a pretty big town. Yeah. Redmond. It's like Microsoft. <laughs> Redmond's What's not up? a little town. I know. Now it's starting to get like Microsoft was definitely a thing, obviously, when I was little. But it's so many people have moved to Microsoft or moved to Redmond because of Microsoft. Sam moved to Redmond because of Microsoft. I don't know if I ever told you that, but he literally like his family moved to Redmond because of Microsoft. How funny. So that's how I met my fiance. Was <laughs> <Once> he moved <laughs> to Redmond from Ireland, which we can get into later. But yeah, so I born and raised in Redmond, went to Redmond High, then I went to school at the University of Washington, not super far away, <laughs> just across the water. Yes. Yeah, right there. Go dogs. Go dogs. We yes. Both, we both went to UW, so. We you have know. to reiterate that. Mm-hmm. Go Huskies. But yeah, that was, I moved right across the water about 30 minutes away um, and I went to school and I, it was kind of weird, my college career, I guess, because when I was in high school, I loved 
photography. Like, loved, loved, loved photography. That was a huge passion of mine. I tried to start my own photography business, and technically I did. So technically I had my own photography business. I did senior pictures for all of my friends. I even did a few weddings. Um, I was really into it, but I just realized for me there was kind of something that, I don't know, like it was just like a piece was missing because I didn't really get to be as creative with it as I wanted to be. I felt like it wasn't really art anymore because I was focused on pleasing other people rather than making work that I was proud of. For instance, I worked with a local shop in Redmond and I shot pictures for them, I edited them in my style, and they came back and they were like, oh, this is kind of more like the style we were hoping for. That's not the style that I like. That's not the style that I shoot. So I was creating content for other people rather than just for myself. So I have always wanted to find an outlet for that, which I did, but we'll also get into that later. Um, and I also was super passionate about writing just like you. Um, Emma posted on her Instagram a few days ago, basically saying like, what did you want to be when you were little? And literally the two things were a writer and a photographer. And I didn't even think about it that way. But Emma comments back is like, girl, you're doing it. I know. I was like, what are you talking about? You're literally doing this right now. <laughs> I know. I didn't even like really put it together because that being a writer was something I always wanted to do. Like, I think that was more of a dream when I was little little and then high school was definitely more of a photography focus but I wrote so many stories I wrote so many songs I did not know this oh yeah oh yeah oh my god you nope <laughs> they were so embarrassing I wrote these hilarious songs about like heartbreak and love when I had never had a boyfriend <laughs> so I made it up based off of the movies that I was watching. That's really sweet. Mm -hmm. I was like, yep. And I was there. It was actually kind of one of the songs got a little aggressive. It was like basically saying this boy sucks. He's terrible. But like in a little bit harsher words, but I didn't swear but I wrote the word H-E double hockey sticks in there. Oh my God. Which was a big deal for me. Like, I know some people don't think that's a swear word, but to me it was, and that was in there. And so anytime I sang it, I would say L instead of the word just the letter l literally me as a child was just not i did not swear i did not do anything i love it but i loved writing so i would stay home and i would write all the time i wrote semblances of books i tried i wrote short stories but it was mostly songs um so that's what i always wanted to do and when i went to college i knew that that i mean similar like to your i know your mom was saying you know like maybe just do something like a little more practical concrete. no yeah. listen like my asian mom she, my immigrant <laughs> mom was like what you what you want to be a fashion designer huh like, like no mm -hmm. mm, no we're gonna we can make that like a side yeah. thing or a hobby but you know you need to pick something practical or which more I, practical. I know i know anyways no exactly that's kind of what i was at. i don't i don't really think anyone ever told me that i think I was just worried that people would judge me if I tried to go down the writing path because, you know, you see people doing that and they're like, oh, you're going to be like a writer. And I just would get embarrassed to say it. Like, no one ever told me like, no, don't do that. Like, in fact, I think my mom would have actually really encouraged that because she loved my writing. I think she got kind of sad when I drifted off from that. But yeah, I, <laughs> I was like too embarrassed to tell anyone that's what I wanted to do. So I was like, okay, marketing. Marketing is like a really solid if you say, like, I'm majoring in marketing, like, people, like, that's respectable. Mm -hmm. And, of course, I didn't get into the marketing school. Because <laughs> the Foster School of Business is harsh. It's really hard. to. I'm not, I was, like, stressed for the first two years of my life. Like, it's very competitive. It is cutthroat, mm -hmm. which is good. Which means that it's a really good program. But I tried and applied and didn't get in and got really discouraged. So then I actually majored in anthropology. 
I don't know if you knew that. I, I did. That. I am an anthropology <laughs> major, which sounds ridiculous, but those were the classes that I loved going to the most. Talk to me about culture. Talk to me about culture. What's going on? I love talking about that. Those classes were the most interesting to me. So I majored in anthropology and got a minor in entrepreneurship and in, uh, what else did I get a minor in? Oh, so I got a minor in entrepreneurship, but then I did a sales certificate. That's what it was. So Perfect. it wasn't like... I also got the sales certificate. Hey, I didn't I, know that. I know. I should have mentioned that. Wait, yeah. yeah. That's so fun. So I did business, and then it was marketing, and then I did the sales certificate oh. on top of it. Wait, what class did you guys do for creative create a company uh create, I don't think I know that's on try I never took entrepreneurship oh right mm-hmm. okay okay but well, you know when you take the internship mm-hmm. that's when I interned with Pepsi okay yeah anyways we'll see that's where I got my first job ironically because oh, really? that's kind of what you did yeah. I got my first job um off of the internship from the sales practicum yes. because when you do the sales certificate at UW you need to do it's an like, internship. Yeah, you have to have one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like one of your classes is like actually going and doing one. So, and then I interned at this company called Codis Design, which does custom apparel and merch. And I loved it. Like, surprisingly, when people hear I'm in sales, they're like, oh. Because I feel like there's like a bad rap for mm-hmm. salespeople. Mm-hmm. No, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I feel like, like, it's, but when I hear it, I'm like, nah, salesperson. But there's like so many types of sales, but I think people probably just like have a specific connotation of like what a salesperson is you know what I mean yeah but it's like it's really different like when you're in the role I just love talking to people clearly Mm -hmm. (laughs) as as we're talking to you (laughs) exactly but I love talking to people like I love figuring out someone's needs and how I can help meet them so that's kind of what I did I worked at Codis Design and it was really lucky for me because I got that creative piece because it was a custom apparel and merch company so even though I wasn't actually doing the designing and thank goodness I don't think anyone would have ordered shirts from us if I did but I spent hours a day not hours a day but hours a week Pinteresting for like new design ideas and anytime I would land a client I'd be like guys we should try this design so I loved doing that and I did get that creative outlet for a while which I think is why I didn't start my blog right out of college Mm -hmm. but then I was really I felt like something was missing because, again, that was kind of that piece. I'm creating it for others, but then when I would try to convince them, like, hey, this is such a cool idea, like, let's make it a reality, it wasn't my choice. So, like, if I had this really great idea, but they didn't want to do it, then I was like, ah, <laughs> like, I just want to make it come a reality. So that's when I really started to get into Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, my feed was very, like, not bloggy. It was just, like, I'm posting fun pictures of myself, like, doing fun things. But I feel like that's how a lot of us start. Yeah. Like, if you scroll all the way back, like, my stuff is just, like, my la- I mean, it is still my life, but, yeah. like... I don't know. I know what you mean. Yeah, exactly. I challenge you guys to scroll. No, I don't. No, you, you don't have to... Please don't. Maybe Matt, you can go to Maddie's. You don't no, have to no, scroll no. online. I have a lot of photos. <laughs> we take it back. I have, I know. I tried to scroll back all of the way to the beginning. And if you look, my first picture is me on a swing looking deep with brown hair and bangs. So if you guys want to see that, I'm feel dead. free to scroll all the way back. Give it a like so I know you saw it. <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of when I started to get into blogging. Um, and I just, I had a passion for creating content. I had no idea what I was doing. And I just started posting, using hashtags, engaging, doing whatever. Um, I bought so many Instagram courses. Um, so that was so interesting. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. That you started to like buy different, I think I've, 
I've bought like one really big one. Yeah. And we both know which one we bought. Yeah. <laughs> but I found that really interesting. I went the route of listening to podcasts, like trying to read books. And I was like, oh, wow, I could have just like bought a course. Like, <laughs> no, I literally. <laughs> well, and see, to me, I like, I, I think the reason why I started buying them is because I had done all the research and I still felt like I wasn't getting anywhere because it's slow growth. So I think that's the biggest problem is it was slow growth. So I was like, am I doing something wrong? Which mm-hmm. I wasn't. It was just, it takes time. It just takes time. Yeah. Yeah. But like, then I'd see people being like, well, I have a course and I can show you how to do it. And I was like, wait, what? Hold on. Like, is there something that I'm just missing? And then I would listen to these courses and I knew everything they were teaching me. Everything they told me, I already knew how to do. At a certain point, you'd think I'd say stop. I'm not going to buy these courses anymore. They're just telling me that same thing. I already know these answers. Nope. I kept buying. (laughs) So I have a lot of Instagram courses. Not to say that they weren't great. Like I still, there were still a lot of really great things that I learned from them, but I'd say the biggest thing that I learned is that I actually had a lot of this knowledge myself just from experience and from listening to free resources because that's where I got all of the information that these paid courses were teaching me. It's so interesting. Yeah. Like, what an interesting perspective. I actually have a quick question for you. Shoot. Go. What What made you choose um, your handle Mad Cray? Oh my God. <laughs> this is a beautiful question. <laughs> I, had, I actually have no idea. That's why I was like, wait, let me ask her. <laughs> well, I actually have no idea either <laughs> because... When I first like just created my Instagram, I wasn't allowed to have social media when I was little, like at all, like little, but like in high school, like my mom wouldn't let me, which I understand now I'm looking back and I'm seeing how TikTok and everything. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to want my kids on there, but she wouldn't let me have anything. No MySpace, no Facebook, no anything. And so when I finally created my Instagram, I just thought it was funny. Mad cry, ha. That's hilarious. Oh. It's like kind of crazy, right? Yeah. (laughs) I love it. And then uh, when I started to be like actually get into it, I was like, you know what? That's actually kind of unique. And I didn't, you know, I was like, that's a fun way to, granted, I should have claimed Mad Cry with just one Y because there's some other random person. I know, I've accidentally tagged (laughs) this random like gamer guy and like people have messaged me like, Emma, you tagged the wrong bad cray and I'm like oh my god oh my god I know <laughs> anyways I should, that's okay I should have claimed it because then it's weird but it's fine so I'm I'm mad cray with two eyes in case y'all are curious but yeah I just no reason and then I thought it was kind of my personality I'm a little nuts so I was like I'm gonna stick with it at first I tried to twist it because I really liked the name for whatever reason um and so I tried to twist it and for my first very very first blog header it was satisfying mad travel cravings like oh. mad cray. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was clever, which was, un- I I just created that from the name, mm-hmm. but it wasn't even a travel blog. <laughs> I mean, you're just testing things out. But I wanted it to be a travel blog. Yeah. I wanted it to be a travel blog so bad. <laughs> and it was just like, please send me places. And now we've gotten to travel. I was like, now we're traveling. Yeah. It just takes some time. It does. It just, And I just, I was like, right away, like, I want to go everywhere. And so that's when I first started to really get into it. And I remember I do want to tell the story of my first collaboration. Oh my God, tell it. Because this is hilarious. And I talk about it in my ebook, which... <laughs> I go on for a while about this because I think it's the funniest thing in the world. Have I ever told you? No. Okay. This is a good story. Oh my God. Okay, go. So the first brand that ever reached out to me is like a local small, not local, but like a small company. This guy runs it on his own um, and he creates 
custom glass blown jewelry. Super cool. And I had never gotten no collaborations. I hadn't gotten any free stuff before. And so this guy reaches out to me and I freak out. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I remember I screamed. I was like, ah, someone wants to like work with me. Like, have I made it? Like, I don't remember how many followers I was at, but I was so excited that someone wanted to work with me that I didn't ask any questions. I was like, oh, do you just want to like send me stuff? Like, I don't care. Like, sure. Yes. Like I just gave him my address and just, I was so excited. I did not think about it. Didn't think about deliverables. That wasn't on my mind. This, (laughs) the package comes and it's glass blown earrings. I don't have my ears pierced. (laughs) <laughs> because I have keloids in my ears. I wish you could see my face. Yeah, my, my jaw dropped. It was so bad, but I have keloids in my ears. So like I got my ears pierced at one point in time, but the scar tissue grows over them. So I literally cannot have my ears pierced because it'll just keep growing over them and it'll just get worse. So I just leave it. And I saw that and I panicked and I didn't want to message this guy because it's my first collaboration. I didn't want to be like, oh, I messed up. I didn't tell you I don't have pierced ears. Most of his page was necklaces. So I was thinking, oh, he's going to give me a cool necklace, something. I didn't even see any earrings. And so, of course, (laughs) he sends me the earrings. Yeah. Yeah, I panic and I literally, I just didn't tell him no because I didn't, I didn't want to turn down my first collaboration. And I took, it probably took me about two hours of, I tilted my head so much and I, I balanced, I wish I could show you guys, like, but I balanced the earring, like right at the base of my ear and turned my head so much that it stuck stayed there and then I used my other hand look like I was just tucking my hair behind my ear and holding up the other earring oh my god (laughs) the work I know (laughs) I was so bad and I like I don't know why I didn't just edit the earrings in or something because there were just little dots like you could barely tell but I spent so long doing that I mean the first collaboration is it's exciting it's so exciting we probably should do like podcast episode on some of the big first you know when you're just like oh my god big milestones big milestones but then those are things like you don't think about like oh like how do you how do you want product shot do you want it on me is it okay to do it on a flat lay yeah you know what I mean but there's tons of questions questions that that you learn over over time time to ask agreed but then when you like your first collaboration you're just like yes send it over girl okay (laughs) I love that (laughs) so bad so that's my that's the story of my first collaboration that was a really big first for me and then just kind of from there I started to meet with local bloggers Emma being one of them what's up our friendship started almost one year ago I know that's crazy I think it must be like about a year I think we probably had grabbed coffee around this time. Yeah. And because we literally shot like in February. Yeah. Yeah. So wow happy one year anniversary i know and like literally a year later we launched a podcast who would have thought i know that's fun we're doing it so yeah that was that's really like my blogging journey how i got to where i am today and awesome okay so we i kind of threw this on maddie during my episode where i was like all right what's your questions for me i like just sprung that on her so i feel a little unfair because i like prepped my three questions so sorry maddie okay here are my three questions so Question number one, ooh. what is one of your biggest blogs slash Instagram wins? Ooh, ooh, okay. See, I told her I wanted these to be a surprise because I wanted to, like, think of it on the spot. One of my biggest wins. I think my biggest win 
is my longest standing collaboration. And I don't know if we'll like name brand names or anything in here. You I'm can t- just say like, I think it's appropriate to, you can just say like the industry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's okay. Perfect. Yeah. It's in the beauty industry. And this brand is a brand I have used since I was little, like little, little. I have always loved their products. My entire family uses them and they reached out to me and I screamed very similar to my first collaboration. I was so excited and they wanted to get on the phone with me to talk about doing a collaboration together and I was sweating. I love it. I know. I was so panicked. I like called them and I was like, what if I ask for too much? What if I ask for too little? And I just, I was able to work with them and I was very, in my mind, I was calm and composed. She was probably like, this girl is panicking. But I was on the phone with them and I stayed true to my guns. Like I asked for what I felt I deserved. And now I know even to charge more. But like at the time I was asked for what I understood was right. I kind of stuck to my guns. Even though it was this big brand, I still said, hey, this is what I expect. This is what my brand deserves. And they said yes. And I have worked with them. This is my longest standing collaboration. I've worked with them for over almost a year and a half. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. This is my favorite. Yay. Very cool. Okay. Second question. What's um, one of your favorite photos you've ever taken? Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. So all my favorite ones I think would have to be, there's a lot of different ones, but I think most of them are in my Idioms in Real Life series. Yes. Yes. I need to bring that back because that was, I just had so much fun with that. Like it's such like a cool, like creative, I don't know, like a little more out there. Um, But it was basically, I did hashtags Idioms IRL, which like, if you guys don't know what an idiom is, it's basically like spill the tea something it's you're not actually asking someone to spill the tea like yes. you want them to tell you the gossip so I did a whole series on different idioms brought to life and I think honestly the spill the team one might be my favorite either that or the oh the basketball one what it was it something around wait I can't remember shoot your shot no take shoot your shot would be a good oh, one. Oh, that though. would be cute that would be cute I could try that is uh balls in your court balls in your court yeah oh shoot your shot would be cute oh my god so many ideas. Yeah, I think the balls in your court one because that one I remember I was wearing like a sports bra and shorts and I remember I was super self-conscious because we all have bodies <laughs> but like I was in a sports bra I had a little kind of like foldy things like on my belly and I felt really self-conscious about it but I was really proud of that one because I decided not to edit that out even though I could because I was like no. I really love this photo. I am proud of it. It's my real body. I'm not going to edit anything out. And that is my most liked photo to date. See, look at that. Be real. Be real. Be real. All right. Any dream brands you want to work with? Chance for you to like put it out in the universe. So many. Oh, yeah. You put your blog goals out in the universe. Okay. So many. So many brands. I would love, love, love to work with Alaska Airlines. Yes. I'm putting that one out there. Emma has worked with them. They're great. There, I love that airline. Ooh, that or Aer Lingus. Ooh, oh, Aer Lingus. I mean, that one also makes sense for you and Sam because mm-hmm. you guys go to Ireland pretty oh. often. Yeah. So yeah. we're literally going for the weekend. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. In oh, May. Gosh. Oh my gosh! See, look, like, like that, like mm-hmm. Aer Lingus or Alaska. Oh, I love Aer Lingus. For the, I think I mentioned earlier, but Sam's from Ireland. So we and his family moved back there after they were here for a few years. So everyone in his family, except for his sister, is back there now, and we go all the time. And I love it. We're getting married there, so beautiful castle wedding. I'm very excited. It's gonna be awesome. 
Beautiful. I'll be there. Yes, you in attendance. Will. Very excited. So exciting. My first time in Ireland. Yes. Set up collaborations. <laughs> be like, I will be in Ireland and I will take beautiful Irish content, whatever that means. Yes. <laughs> Irish content. Castle content. Castle content. Hashtag castle content. Sweet. So should we wrap up the episode with a tip? Yes. Because we've been doing that. So um, if you are just tuning in for this episode, one thing we're doing to close out the podcast is sharing one tip that you can take either with you to your Instagram or your blog or your next photo shoot. And so, yeah, we'll have Natty share her tip. So I think one of my biggest tips would be, and I'm going to kind of stay in that self-care realm for this one, because I think especially when you first start blogging, it can be really stressful, or at least content creating. Like even if you're not starting a blog, when you're doing something that you're really pouring a lot of time and energy into, I understand it can be really draining. So I'd say just make sure that you're taking time for yourself when you do these things. Make sure that you are taking time to take care of yourself. If you find yourself getting stressed, put down the phone, walk away, go eat some ice cream, Emma's favorite dessert. Yes. (laughs) And think of Emma. More ice cream. (laughs) Yes, all the ice cream. But I think it's just important to take some time to step away. Um, I know that's not like a physical like well it's it's an actionable tip yeah I think so it's really important to remember especially in the online space you know yeah yeah all right all right guys so um if you enjoyed today's episode make sure you guys connect with us on instagram at content creatives podcast and also follow us on our own instagrams i am at emma's edition and i am at mad cray with two y's with two y's and we'll see you next time bye see ya